When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. That means things like music news. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. Uh, A couple of things to start off with and we'll get to that Ken song, Okay. Uh, Cardi B, remember she threw a microphone at someone and then that microphone went up for auction and all the proceeds were going to go to charity. Well, she will not face charges for assault for throwing that microphone at a fan. Okay. Um, As a result of Las Vegas uh, Police Department, um, their investigation, I mean, uh, yeah, they're not going to, they're not going to charge. So, um, what was I gonna say? There was something else. Na, 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 na. That's a, that's the gist of it. She's off the hook for that. So, well, do we say good for her? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Someone got a microphone whipped at him. I wonder if the charges were were dropped. That's what I'm wondering. But it says after their investigation. Has she said anything? Not really. Has she said like, hey, I shouldn't have thrown that microphone at somebody? I could understand why they would have wanted to throw water on me because of how we were getting people, encouraging people to throw water on us. Yeah, I don't know. All right. All right. All right. Well, anyway, you know. Okay, right now the bid, by the way, for the microphone. Oh, yeah. Uh, $99,000. Okay. <clears throat> $99,000. They even specifically asked, like, on that, on eBay, don't. Don't just bid this up. We want yeah. serious bidders, please. Good. Okay. I don't know if people <laughs> care about that at all. I don't either. Anyway, do we have Ken ready? We absolutely do. You want to hear a little bit? Let me hear it. Yeah. All right, here we go. There are some really good like dance numbers and scores in the Barbie movie, oh, yeah. I have to say. This feels very reminiscent of Peaches. Yes. It yes. definitely. I mean, it feels like they were both at the same studio working with the same person. Who did it. Peaches? Jack Black. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, very. Very much so. Good call on that. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome, Steve. It's fun to have a good call. You don't know. Here is a little uh, peaches? bit of peaches for you. It's for my so those two have got to be up for awards next year, right? I mean, those best two original songs, song. best original song. In the, yeah. Oh, for yeah, sure, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Was he not already? Because that was maybe missed the 
the nomination deadline. Yeah, Mario Brothers just came out like in May. Thank you. Thank you. You understand me. I do. I have a question about peaches. Okay. Do you mean the food now? Nope. Okay. Sort of. Princess Peach. Okay. No. All right. Just ask your question. The emoji. (laughs) The emoji. The peach emoji. Yeah. Okay, we know what that stands for, right? Yes. Okay, which that and the eggplant, I take total offense. You're ruining two really good fruits and vegetable. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) My question is, do they use the peach emoji in that way to depict a part of a woman's anatomy? Mm-hmm. Because of that movie with Timothy Chalamet and the Timothy Chalamet, but go ahead. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry, Timothy Chalamet and the um the cannibal Army Hammer. Yeah, Hammer. Army Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. the, have you seen it, Mike? Uh, I've seen the the meme. I haven't seen the movie. No. Okay, so there's a part in the movie that's kind of reminiscent of American Pie. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. With a peach. Thank you. Okay. So I'm wondering if that's how the peach developed. Call if, me by your name, by the call way. Call me by your name. name. Yep. Yes. I'm wondering if that is the backstory of the peach emoji being used inappropriately. Are you going to, are you researching this for me? I sort of. I don't know that I'm finding that. I feel like the peach was predated call me by your name. It definitely was. Yeah, that came out in the early 2000s. I think those emojis came out in early 2010s, and Calling By Your Name was 2017. Really? But were people using the emoji in that way? I think that predated, yes, um, Call Me By Your Name. Okay. You yeah. mean the act of using it in that way? You, if you, yes. When did Call Me By Your Name come out? 2017. 2017. So, so yes, in 2010, somebody would have been using the peach emoji and referencing part of a woman's body. And in 2015, there was an Urban Dictionary uh, definition put in there about the peach. So that was definitely before the movie. Hmm. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Donna, we are here to guide you. Thank you. If there's any way that we can be helpful. Now, let's talk about peaches, the actual peach for a moment. Okay. Had one last night. Oh, is that right? I did. Sloppy son of a gun, huh? Can be. You got a reverse suction, so you bite it, and then you have to do a... Yeah. In order for it to not be dripping down your beard. And it's best to have it with a paper towel underneath. Which I did. Okay. Thank you. Really happy about that. We realized a few years ago, probably about four or five years ago, that grilling peaches was a thing. Yeah, and that's really good. An incredible thing. Really, really good. We used to have a song on this show that we sang a lot, and it went a little something like this. Get a peach. Oh. Grill a peach. Eat a peach. It's Not a three-step wrong. song. Get a peach. Grill, Grill a, peach. a peach. Eat a peach. I just did what I did yeah. melodically because you screwed up. No, you, you screwed went, up. No, you went to a different key. No, Try it again. A one and a two and a one, two, three. Get, get a, a peach. peach. Nope, nope, I'll start. Get a peach. Eat a peach. Grill a peach, damn it. Uh, grill a peach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're changing the tune from the original. No, the original. Here, can I sing it? And then you tell me how you think it was sung. I believe it was sung like this. Get a peach. Grill a peach. Eat a peach. No. The last one's supposed to go eat a Peach. Just what I just did. Okay. Whatever. Donna. I have another story. 
And it goes a little something like this. Two, three, four. <laughs> it goes I'm like so this. I'm mad now. Forget it. I'm What's not your story? You. No, it's it doesn't fit with the energy oh, in the room, so oh, I'll skip it. Okay, all right. It's kind of a downer. I'll let Mike do it in a dirtler. I'll do a real quick cleanup here. Uh, apparently in 2016, there was backlash over the apple peach on uh, iOS looking like a butt. Okay. So they changed it to look less like a butt. And more like a peach. And more like a peach. People were so... Just infuriated by that. There was this huge, basically, rallying, and then the next update, it went back to looking exactly like a butt. Oh, <laughs> so right. we need that butt okay, emoji. The, Wait, the... but the peach isn't a butt. No, it actually predominantly is a butt. I thought it was a different thing. It can secondarily sometimes reference something else. I think it references a, the lady part. But primarily, if you look it up, it references the back butt. Oh, well, then that's yep. fine. Secondarily, the internet tells us it, mm. it uses that. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, in my hand, I have a copy. <laughs> I have a lot. Well, it's not a copy. It's the real thing. This is a Reader's Digest. From? The home of Donna Valentine. In the year? Circa 1992, I believe. Okay. Uh, as I was leaping through it the other day. Wow, 31 years 31 ago. Years, I was leaping through it. And I was like, oh, let's see some things because we want to start doing a Reader's Digest segment from time to time. <laughs> and then I came across a quiz that Donna didn't just take in her head like most normal humans. No, she women wrote, take quizzes. She wrote all, I do too, but I don't write the answers down. It's well, just then like, how do you calculate where you fall? Like oh, it'll tell you, you if you're this kind of person or that kind of person or that, yeah. Uh, all I know is when I saw this and saw how she was answering questions on this quiz, I felt like I was seeing a skeleton of her body. It was way too vulnerable. I knew too much, and you're about to find it out as well. When we come back, we read from Donna's Reader's Digest next. Woo! Never stop clapping. <laughs> Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. 30 seconds set up to this segment, which you will see come and go on this show. <laughs> Brand new today, though. Donna has a curio. In her primary residence, don't forget she's got multiple properties. And her primary okay. residence is filled with Reader's Digest. Well, I would <laughs> don't make it sound like I'm a hoarder. Then don't be a hoarder, Doc. <laughs> it's not hoarding; it's collecting. Is what every hoarder says on an episode of Hoarders. <laughs> anyway, that is true. Uh, we we're like, all right, so bring these in if you got them. Bring them in, and then every now and again, we'll just open them up and see what's going on. So then I open this up, and I got to tell you, loving what I'm seeing already. And this thing was tailor-made for the crapper. It This is meant <laughs> to be red while on a toilet. Oh, my gosh. This is great. Uh, now, listen, you're going through this, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is great. I'm like, can you see why I like it? It, I, it was show prep for me. Absolutely. For like 20 years. This is great. I don't know why you kept them. I can't see that part, but I'm happy that you did. I think it's kind of neat. It's it's one of those things. It's a time capsule. Yeah. You know what? You're right, Donna. You're probably going to win me over on this. All right. Thank you. Anyway, so I started going through it the other day, and I was just leafing through, and then I get to this. I get to a page that has ink on it, and I was like, oh, gosh, Donna, Donna's so writing. What's going on? She She took a quiz, a quiz to show how smart you are about nutrition. It's <laughs> called Be Shrewd About Food. <laughs> And then the fact that she, I knew her answers to it, I don't know why. It felt like I was seeing something I shouldn't see. So we will now go through. Mike, is there any kind of, uh, just like. Whimsical music? Whimsical. Could you look up YouTube, whimsical children's music? 
I think it might give us something just light and upbeat to play in the background here as we all learn a little bit about Donna. And I mean, immediately I was like, yep, this checks out. This, yep, this checks out. (laughs) Donna. Oh, these are actual songs. Hold on, I'll find something Maybe an instrumental one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe an instrumental one. Um, Be shrewd about food. Here's how Donna took this quiz from a 1992 Reader's Digest. Here's how she answered these questions 31 years ago. Okay. What does your favorite cold cereal look like? Donna chose flakes, puffs, or O's. This is a multiple choice, but... Her other options included pellets or buds, gravel, steel wool pads, or assorted cartoon characters. I mean, what else are you going to choose? Now imagine Donna sitting on the toilet, presumably, and then answers this next question. What color is your bread? Option A was white... But she chose option B, brown or beige. <laughs> and here you are, color identifying your bread. And it just feels like Me. a sad moment. Or you. I'm just taking the test. All right, what else? Using V for vegetable and M for meat, how would you stack a shish kebab? <laughs> <laughs> So we're using That's a, v? a funny fu- That would be a phone bit that you would suggest v- for callers <laughs> to call in. Using a V for vegetable and M for meat, how would you stack a shish kebab? Here's how Donna chose it, and I could have <laughs> spotted this one. And it reads, V, 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 M, V, V, V. You want six pieces of vegetables and one piece of meat in the middle. Yes. you got to get your vegetables. Uh, let's see here. All right. When was the last time you ate broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, or Brussels sprouts? In 1992, Donna predictably answered yesterday. And by the way, today was not an option. Your options were yesterday, last week, last month, or grade school. That's funny. The cheese you add to a sandwich is about as thick as the A, lettuce leaf, B, tomato, C, bread, or D, I don't eat cheese. Donna predictably wrote a lettuce leaf. I was just trying to pass the test. I don't know. Can you tell? When you dress a salad, the lettuce, A, looks dry, B, glistens, C, drips, or D, floats. (laughs) Donna, you delightfully, and just what what a lady of leisure you were. You said, when I dress my salad, the lettuce glistens. And I could see you proudly checking that box. This makes me sick. <laughs> All right. I'm embarrassed. I don't want to do any more. But I do have a 1989 Reader's Digest in front. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. front of me with an advertisement for eggs, as in collectible eggs. <laughs> the collector's treasury of eggs. From the Franklin Mint, bisque porcelain egg shown in actual size. Could just tell you what 
was hot back then. You oh, know? yeah, sure. These beautiful porcelain eggs like we saw in Risky Business. Yeah, you know? right, right. One that was more. a thing. I want to jump in with one more from your quiz, oh, though. Please. That's very Donna. I don't want to. Where do you keep the butter? <laughs> a, on the counter. B, in the refrigerator. C, in the freezer. Or D, what Donna answered. I don't eat butter. <laughs> I didn't. Donna! What? Come on. People love butter. I had a struggle with my weight. Okay. As I still do. Okay. You got to keep these things in check, Steve. Anything else? Would you like to hear some quotable uh, quotes? Yeah, and then I have some laughter. We're reading to you from Reader's Digest from 30 years ago. There's there's better stuff in these than there than what you you know just that. Let's look at this. Let's, I'm looking at the advertisements. They're so funny. Collectors' plates from the Bradford Exchange. <laughs> oh my gosh! Ooh, payday was the big candy, I guess. Um, quotable quotes. Here we go. You can't really be strong until you see a funny side to things. Oh, how about that? That's from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Thank you. I have a joke. Okay. A home ec teacher was trying to encourage their, her third graders to try new foods. The teacher had a piece of venison, which she cut up into little squares. She placed the pieces on spoons and gave one to each of the children to try. Now, boys and girls, the game we're going to play today <laughs> is to taste this new food and to guess the name of an animal from which this meat came, the teacher said. I'll give you a hint. It's a name that sometimes your mommy calls your daddy when he comes home from the office. <laughs> there was a long pause, and finally a youngster in the back screamed out, Don't eat it! <laughs> you piece of fool. <laughs> Instead of deer. Of uh, I get it. <laughs> or funny. ass. You know, go either way. Hey, Donna. What? Uh, walking down the street, a man passes the house, notices a child trying to reach the doorbell. No matter how much the little guy stretches, he can't make it. So the man calls out, let me get that for you. And he bounds onto the porch to ring the bell. Thanks, mister, says the kid. Now let's run. Ah, ding dong ditch. <laughs> That's, yeah. funny. That's funny. This is Reader's Digest. It's very, it's delightable. Is that a word? Oh, they were delightable. selling. Delightful. Definitely not. <laughs> They're selling a collector's edition of Monopoly, a rich compliment to any decor, any setting. It's like a, a beautiful mahogany version of Monopoly, the huh. game. And I'm looking at. When you get all the bladder control protection you need without the bulk, what do you have? Serenity. Wow, there are notes from all over. People wrote in from the Netherlands, Japan, yeah, Greenland. Love it. Wow. All right, lots more goodies to come from Reader's Digest in the days to come. A game next, 651-641-1071. College pop culture knowledge. Oh, hey, guys, it is Donna for my friends over at Spire Credit Union. We're a truly free checking account is not a thing of a pa- uh, not a thing of the past. This is Spire offers free checking where you don't have any monthly maintenance fees. You get free bill pay. You get e-statements, a Spire debit card. You can manage your finances on the go if you want to do that. And by the way, um, their signature Visa card it earns you rewards, but also gives back. Uh, a quarter of a percent to the community with each purchase. They've got 22 locations all over the place. Minneapolis, Blaine, Eden Prairie, Golden Valley. They're in Woodbury, and they have been in the people helping people business since 1934. They have been named Minnesota's best credit union by Forbes and the Star Tribune. You can visit myspire.com to learn 
just how simple it is to open a free checking account. There is a $100 minimum opening deposit required. And remember, Spire is insured by NCUA. This is very exciting. Woo! Donna and Steve about to play a little game, and it goes like this. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Find out how smart the two of you are today during the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. 81 wins for Steve, 75 for Donna. Whoever wins today is going to take the win for the week because you guys are two and two for oh. this for this oh, week. Okay. Okay. So a chance to gain some ground here. Uh, I'll say this is a well, this this is going to be interesting. Do you know 65 years ago today? Uh, something was introduced for the first time. When we talk about mm-hmm. music, we always say, hey, they had a number one hit. This person had the number one hit. This yeah. was the number one. Of course, most of the times we're referring to the Billboard Hot 100 charts. Mm-hmm. That was introduced 65 years ago to the day. All oh, right. Wow. August 4th, 1958 was the first ever Hot 100 list. Poor Little Fool from Ricky Nelson was the first song. Oh. And today is College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's all about artists and songs on that original list. Oh, oh my wow. God. Taking a little, uh, okay. uh, little music history lesson today, but uh, it should be pretty fun. We've I got, think Steve will do better than I. I kind of think I will. We got Maybe Autumn not. on the line to play along with us. Autumn. Hi, Autumn. You Hi, don't hear guys. Autumn. You don't hear that name a lot. I bet you weren't like Autumn R in, in school growing up. You were the only Autumn, weren't you? Uh, yeah, that's correct. That's awesome. I love that. It's a great name. It's my favorite season as well. I know. You're probably so sick of people talking to you about your name, aren't you? Maybe a little bit. It's all right. Everyone thinks it's fake, so it's fun that way. Oh, (laughs) that's exciting. (laughs) I used to go to the bars with a friend named April, and we'd introduce ourselves, and they'd say, that's not real. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Uh, What's happening next in your day, Autumn, after you play the game and hopefully win? What's next on your Friday agenda? Well, finishing up at work till 4.30, and then um, go make some shirts at home. Make some shirts? Yeah, I got like team shirts I got to make for my race next weekend. Oh, good for you. What is it a like 5K, 10K? It's a Ragnar, so it's a 200 mile relay oh, race. Oh, these fun. things are crazy. I have a friend who did that. Wow, it's it like goes 24 hours, doesn't it? Like Yes. Wow. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, hey, make those shirts and good luck. Hope that that goes well. Now, you need to decide who you want to team up with. You're a competitive person, you want to win. Do you want to team up with Donna or Steve? The topic are other artists who charted on this day in 1958 when the Billboard charts first came out. Wait, uh, well, I was born in 80, so let's go with Donna. Uh-oh. She might have a more of an advantage than Yeah, me. just because I have more. I'm older. Yeah, and you were in radio a lot longer. Yeah, okay, okay. What year did these... All right, so we're going to put uh, Autumn back on hold. Uh, the original Billboard Hot 100 would, it was introduced August 4th, 1958. Okay, got it. And Ricky Nelson had the number one song, Poor Little Fool was the song, but all these other uh, questions will have to do with that original list. Are you ready, Donna? Yes, I am. All right, let's get it started with this one. Chantilly Lace and Early in the Morning were two songs featured. Name either of the singers who we tragically lost almost exactly seven months later. Richie Valens. The Man in Black was 21st on the list, along with his original group, The Tennessee Two. This man in black. Oh, Johnny, uh, Johnny Cash. 
Beautiful Delilah and Johnny B. Good were back to back on the list for this Missouri rock and roll pioneer. Uh, the guy that Gary Busey played. Uh, uh, oh God, I don't know what his Beautiful name is. Beautiful Delilah and Johnny B. Good were on the list for Johnny a Missouri Good. rock and roll pioneer. Chuck, Chuck, uh, Fats, Dom, and Chuck. Oh, <laughs> that guy was close. That was really close. <laughs> Don't put those two together. Okay, we've oh, got no. Autumn. Autumn, we're going to bring you back in here. Um, well, first answer she gave uh, for that first question was uh, Richie Valens. Your thoughts on that one? That one sounds right. Uh, the Man in Black, 21st on Definitely the list. Definitely Johnny Cash. And then finally, Beautiful Delilah and Johnny B. Good were back-to-back on the list for this Missouri rock and roll pioneer. She almost swore, but swore, <laughs> but what did uh, you want to go with? Isn't it Jerry Lee Lewis? Jerry Lee Lewis is your guess. Okay. Or am I wrong there? I don't know. I'm not That's allowed wrong. to speak. I know. It's better than what she almost said, so we're going to stick with that one and put <laughs> you back on hold, Autumn. Uh, All right, I'll go get Steve. Sounds good. Go get Steve. Uh, Again, it is uh, 65 years ago today when the Billboard Hot 100 charts were introduced. Woo-hoo. All right. All right, let me... How'd it go? Pretty well? We're not sure. We okay. think Okay. Okay. We're not sure. We think okay. All righty. Good, not great. Again, original Hot 100 chart was introduced 65 years ago to the day. Ricky Nelson, Poor Little Fool, was the number one song. Are you ready, Steve, to uh, be asked some questions about the other ones? Woo-hoo! All right. Let's get it started. I don't see you. There there you sorry. <laughs> sorry, I had to turn the heat up. Yeah. All right, here All right. we go. Let's get it started with this one. Chantilly Lace and Early in the Morning were two songs featured on that list. Name the singers of either who we tragically lost almost exactly seven months later. Buddy Holly. This Man in Black was 21st on the list along with his original group, the Tennessee Two. Johnny Cash. Beautiful Delilah and Johnny B. Good were back-to-back on the list for this Missouri rock and roll pioneer. Um... Stevie, what's that guy's name? Little, Little Richard is, is who I'm going to say. Say the names of those songs Beautiful again. Delilah and Johnny B. Good were back-to-back on the list for this Missouri rock and roll pioneer. Oh, it's not, it's not Little Richard. It's, um... No, 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 no. Shoot. Four seconds. Oh, I can't think of that guy's name. Oh, oh gosh, I think he's been in some scandal. Righty. Let's get it going here what's with the... Uh, looking through these answers. Schnikey. Darn it! We almost had some scandal when Donna was trying to come up with his yeah, name. I know. Don't I add, don't do uh, Fat Domino and Chuck uh, uh, somebody too quickly together. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> this man in black was 21st on the list, along with the original uh, group, the Tennessee Two. Of course, that's Johnny Cash. All right. Well yeah. done. Well done. Let's go to the last one. Beautiful Delilah and Johnny B. Good were back to back on the list for this Missouri rock and roll pioneer. We talked about him a few weeks ago during a rock o'clock. Chuck Berry. That's who I was Dang. trying to think of. Yes. I was trying to think of. Who's the guy I'm trying to think of? Gary Lee Lewis? Yes. So that's the answer, actually, that Autumn gave us. I will say Jerry Lee Lewis was on that list, was on that original Hot 100 uh, list, but uh, did not include him in the question. All right, we go up to the first one. Chantilly Lace and Early in the Morning. Two of the songs featured. Name the singers of either song who we tragically lost almost seven months later. You both got the clue that it was definitely the day the music died. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh... Two options were available for you. Hmm. The singer of Chantilly Lace is Buddy Holly. Let's go, Steve. Early in the morning was the Big Bopper. 
The only answer you could not have given was Richie Valens, who I think was like 15 at the time or 16 or something. Mm. I'm sorry, Donna. You did not get it right. I'm sorry, Autumn. Steve got it with Buddy Holly. That was hard. Autumn, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Suck it, Steve. Hey, (laughs) wait a minute. Hang on. (laughs) All right, fine. Hey, kick uh, kick butt for your race next week. Thanks, guys. Yeah, right, thank bye, you. Autumn. Okay, that's a that hard was, race. Let's do the uh, let's do the tiebreaker. Yeah, right, that was. Go. I even put Richie Valenzer because obviously that was the the third big name that uh, tragically passed away in that crash. I almost crash, said but, Patsy Klein, and um, I'm like, why would she be singing that? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Donna, you want a piece of this? Hey, no, no, don't get come on sportsmanship, Donna. The right, kids sorry. are looking up to you. All right, here we go on that original <laughs> list. Don't ask me why was 34, and hard headed woman was number four. For this Mississippi-born rocker, Donna. Who, yep, it's not Elvis. Uh, Waylon Jennings. No, incorrect. Mm. Who died in the year 1977 in Memphis? Elvis. It was Elvis. Damn it! <laughs> yes, for the win. <laughs> Eat it, Donna. Okay, okay, good game, good game. Yeah. All right. All right. What's the score? Uh, right now, Doesn't after matter. that what? one, well, we got to go. Donna. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. You're the yeah, I know I know who you are as a kid. Your type. Oh yeah? Yeah. What do you know about me? You'd probably like if people were playing with a beach ball and it didn't go your way, <laughs> you'd like sit on it to pop it and be like, Oh well, I guess you have to go back in the ocean. <laughs> that is not true. Playing a video game, she accidentally trips and falls and hits the power button. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of near fist fights that broke out around a Nintendo, or you beat someone in a race on some Nintendo or Super Nintendo game. And then my freaking brother Scooty was notorious for throwing his computer at the freaking Nintendo and then it would freeze. The whole thing would just freeze and I and you're like, Scott! You can't do that, Mom! That wasn't the sound check of my childhood. Congratulations. What stupid tip do you want to give us? Uh, you can use an onion instead of a wire brush to clean your barbecue grill. I'm listening because I hear those wire brushes. There are some ads that scare you on social media. They say the wire metal. can get caught and then you swallow it and it causes really bad health problems. Yeah, let's not be doing that. So what do you want me to do? Just take an onion and start rubbing it like a simpleton? Yeah. Please hold. I'm going to get my glasses. Oh, my God. I fell out of my house coat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, it's not a new thing, right. but it's making the rounds again. So it's uh, like a TikTok thing where it's a woman using an onion to clean the barbecue grill. You get the, the grill nice and hot. You cut an onion in half and then rub the juicy part of the onion over the grates. Wow. Well, careful because it's hot. The heat activates the onion's natural fluids to flow out and remove charred bits and grease. And they're also, um, I guess, a pretty good non-stick coating that creates on the... I would believe that. Okay. Good luck with that. Uh, I have another tip. Make sure you keep your watermelon somewhere cool because... It has been so hot this summer that some watermelons are turning into deadly ticking time bombs. Okay, that's a bit aggressive. Okay, I'll back it up a little. See, what happens is the heat can cause the fruit inside to ferment. Ferment. And if that happens, you'll see a frothy 
foam bubbling out of the watermelon. It's ready, kids. Ew. It's uh, it's kind of complicated, but basically it's a combination of bacteria, the fruit's natural sugars, and above average temperatures, both where they grow and where they're being stored. And it might sound like fermenting a watermelon might be fun, if you know what I'm saying, Mr. Moonshine. Oh, yeah. But it's actually dangerous and should never be eaten. Because it's got toxic pathogens, it's got botulism, E. coli, salmonella, all all those horrible things. You ever had a black diamond watermelon? Oh, and it can explode. Um, no. We just had one. Did very, you hear what I said? Very good. It can explode. Yeah, thank you. Black diamond. It, it's shaped like a basketball. Okay. So it's a circle, not an oval. Okay. And it is a darker green on the outside. There's no white striping. On the outside. Okay. Inside awaits a nice pink watermelon with a different, and dare I say, better taste. Really? Yeah. What do you really. mean different? You just gotta you just gotta have it, I think. You okay. just gotta try it. All right. We gotta go. All right, everybody. Hey, when we come back, there is a funny list of PSAs from the 70s and 80s that mm. are just sort of funny. This will sort of walk you down memory lane. Oh, and we found out someone at the station is a big fan of the list that we do, so we'll dedicate this one as well <laughs> after the break. Alright. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Alright. Remember all those PSAs from years ago where we learned so much about things like drugs, yeah, I how said, not to do them. No, don't start forest fires. I sent Rocco one that was floating around on Instagram a couple weeks ago, and it was about all these kids who were stoned, and they just really their <laughs> life went sideways. And I was like, you know, just send it to him. I don't even think I added anything, just hoping that the message would, you know, catch his <laughs> attention. Let me see yeah. if I can actually find that one. Really okay, quick. that's I funny. Be able to hear. Um, yeah, oh. I sent it as a. I don't think he ever responded. Um, he doesn't really like you. Oh, maybe I didn't send it to him. Oh, that mm. would do it. Mm. Right, that, that explains things. Just give me a second. Okay, we're all gonna sit here while Steve Just hang sends on. something. Just you know, to freaking. Rocco. Okay, you know, welcome oh, here to I our got show. it. Yeah, write a bill or something, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right. It says, this early 2000s anti-weed commercial has me crying from laughter. Let me go back to the beginning here. Okay. And I'll play it for us right here. I stole from my little sister. I got straight D's. I left my ex-girlfriend 27 messages last night. (laughs) I made my mother cry. I let people draw on me. I drove all the way home without my lights on. They're all smiling at the camera, ironically. And then it says, what has weed done for you? Get it, Daryl? Yeah. I stole from my little sister, smiling. So, I don't know, Rocky. That's really messed up. I know. Well, well, you better be careful. All you potheads, now the weed is legal. You going to start stealing from your siblings now? You going to drive home without your headlights on? The one kid had passed out at a party and people were drawing on his face. That's why he said, <laughs> I let people draw on me. I'm a human canvas now. So there was a list. Um, so funny. And we got to talk with... Uh, not funny. Drugs. Don't do drugs. Lori Bargini of Lori and Julia, who yes. is 
very vocal. She's a big fan of our show. <laughs> <laughs> she hates uh-huh. the soup segment. Yeah. And then she said, what's up with all the listicles? I said, listicles? <laughs> oh, you mean lists, like all the lists we do? Yeah, why all the lists? I said, we like lists. Lists are fun. People like lists. Mm. Let's make a list. So we wanted to dedicate this one after she voiced her full-throated support of these segments. <laughs> this list goes out to Lori Barghini. And stick around, 11.45, we will call our in-house cafeteria to find out uh, what the soup of the day is, which mm. she really hates that. Here are 10 PSAs that tried to save Generation X. Thank you. I will read you the quotes from them. Okay. The takeaways. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. Mm. This is from Drug Free America. A dad asks his son how he learned to do drugs. And the son says, quote, I learned it by watching you. Oh, I remember that. Mike, do we have the more you know? Do we have that little sounder? Oh, yeah, I can find that. If we could just hit it after each and every one of these bleeping PSAs, it <laughs> would really mean the freaking world to me right now. So cool how you produce the show live. I just try to... Read. <laughs> Just try to break the fourth wall to bring the listener in. Here's another one: Give a hoot, don't pollute. Yes, that oh, from the we're U.S. Make this a game. The U.S. Forest Service That's Woodsy right. Owl. Woodsy Owl wants to stop pollution and doesn't want you to be a quote unquote dirty bird. You know there was a um, um, a Native American who did. Oh, he he did a PSA. Mike, do you remember oh, this? Yeah. Yep. And uh, it was it was about pollution and America and what it's beginning. He, you know, it's just covered in like garbage, and it was so powerful. It, I I equate this with the Sinead O'Connor "Nothing Compares to You" video. You just see a tear drop from his eye. Mm. Iron Eyes Cody. Ooh, mm. can 1970s we play that? commercials. Oh, I can maybe find. It. I think it's just him, kind of just the picture, right, of the tear. I thought there was a the message video? in okay. there, but I could be wrong. In the meantime, Steve will continue. With his list. Real quickly, though. Thank you. Now I would like to... <laughs> sorry, I have, we have to hear this one for it to make the most sense. Mike, I just put it in there for you. Yeah, I've got it. Uh, the next one on the list is the This Is Crack PSA by the late Paul Rubens as Pee Wee Herman. He wanted to warn kids about oh. the dangers of using crack while holding a small container of it. He says, every time you use it, you risk dying. Here's Pee Wee Herman. This is crack. Rock cocaine. It isn't glamorous or cool or kid stuff. It's the most addictive kind of cocaine, and it can kill you. What's really bad is nobody knows how much it takes. So every time you use it, you risk dying. It isn't worth it. Look, everybody wants to be cool, but doing it with crack isn't just wrong. It could be dead wrong. <laughs> no, you didn't do the laugh yet. I added that oh for God. just to try to bring us back up. Oh, that was intense. This well, what, what age group are they trying to hit? Cause you know, I Pee-wee, think like, you know, eight. I'd say eight to 15. Okay. You know, this is crack. Aw. R.I.P. R.I.P. Pee Wee Herman. Uh, C-3PO from Star Wars. <laughs> oh, sorry. Forgot that for a second. And I do have to keep America beautiful, too. Oh, great. Just a heads up. Okay. Um, this is funny. C-3PO from Star Wars tried to warn Generation X, 
he caught R2-D2 smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Where did he put it? He warns kids about oh the dangers of uh, smoking and says it doesn't make them grown up. You know, you think you're smoking, it makes you look older. So don't do that. That was from Star Wars. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Hang on. Oh, wait. Okay, now. Some people have a deep, abiding respect for the natural beauty that was once this country. And some people don't. People start pollution. People can stop it. Um, it doesn't ring a bell, actually. Do you want to hear this? This I'm just going off my list now. I'm thinking of other bangers. Mike, I just put it in. Bangers? Um, this one was on Saved by the Bell, and it was a campaign called There's No Hope with Dope. And there was going to be a celebrity who came in and read it with them, but then the celebrity in the episode, the actor, uh, was smoking dope while oh. doing these PSAs. It was like, what's going what? on here? Here's how they communicated to us not to, to do dope. Dumb. Stupid. Crazy. Dangerous. Stinks. In one word, would I use dope? Nope. These kids are right. Drugs will hurt your mind, your body, and your life. Hi, I'm Brandon Tartikoff, chairman of NBC Entertainment. And I've got a hit idea for the new fall season. Don't do drugs. And then the music hit, and I was like, shoot, man, where do we go from here? Dinner's not for another 30 minutes. I just have to process this drug message. There's your trip down memory lane. Wow, that's loud. Other mentions, honorable mentions, this is your brain on drugs. Only you can prevent forest fires. Mm. Uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, thank you. That was fun. Mike's going to have a dirt alert when we come back. And also, we will be taking your calls. Yes, we will. We want to know who's listening. Tell us something you can't do that most people can. Maybe you can't swim. You can't swim. You can't whistle. You can't snap. 651-641-1071. That's next.